This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Breaking Chews! Our Seattle show has been moved to 10 p.m., That's 10 p.m., still Friday, February 7th, still at the Neptune Theater. Previously purchased tickets will be honored. See you after dark, Seattleites. There's gold in them there hills. This quote, best known as a catchphrase of hot-headed Looney Tunes prospector Yosemite Sam, in fact has mostly forgotten historical roots. It was reportedly first said in 1849 by a Georgia government official in a plea to encourage locals to stay in the Peach State instead of packing up and moving to California in search of the glittering precious metal. Few cities are as strongly associated with the year as San Francisco is with 1849, when the discovery of gold ignited a population boom like a prospector's stick of dynamite. The year even inspired the name of the five-time and potentially six-time Super Bowl champion San Francisco 49ers. And as a gold-starved migrant population moved to the Golden State, others flocked to the Bay Area to take advantage of the bubble, including Italian immigrants who wielded their able poles fishing off its docks, which is how one San Francisco neighborhood became known as Fisherman's Wharf. And it was in Fisherman's Wharf where Isidore, an immigrant from, Il- from Italy's continental and culinary rival, France, founded a bakery that would become bread central in a city whose signature starch is rice. The French bake shop, which Isidore gave his last name, popularized artisan sourdough in the bay and across the country, and did the same for its indulgent offspring, the bread bowl. 170 years later, the French-founded Loaf Purveyor is San Francisco's oldest operating business. Today, Fisherman's Wharf is no longer a major fishery, it's a tourist attraction, as is the hybrid bread factory and restaurant that is the original of the chain's 30-odd locations. And while the French pronunciation of the family name is closer to Boudin, locals say it the anglicized way, the American way. This week on Doughboys, Boudin Bakery. Uh, guys, thanks for coming out on a Sunday night. We are ready to get going with a real dumb show, but before we go any further, this week's roast is courtesy of Miles Gotcher. Let me introduce my co-host, 49ers tight end George Skittle, the Spoon Man Mike Mitchell!
What's up, San Francisco? It's a Sunday night, Wags, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give it a shot. Mitch just took three hard ciders out of his pockets. I assume they're just there generally. I pulled two of them out from under my man titties. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, San Francisco? Congrats to the 49ers. Mitch wearing his uh, usual combo of a Pat's hat and a Celtics fleece. Um, Mitch, how do you feel about this upcoming... As of this recording, uh-huh. the Super Bowl is coming up, and when this episode releases, so the Super Bowl will have just happened. A new champion will have been crowned. The What's the, what's the trophy called? Wow, what's the trophy you're, called? you're talking like a real sporto right now. I'm a big-time sporto, one of the biggest. What is, the, what is it? Is it the Vince Lombardi trophy? What's yes. the trophy? The Vince Lombardi trophy may well have taken up residence right here in the Bay. Wow. We'll see. Not they seem to not to anyone. care that much. Yeah, I think they're pretty... They're, at a fuck, they're watching two fat guys review a <laughs> clam chowder restaurant on a Sunday night. <laughs> this isn't a sports crowd. Speaking of fat guys, I don't know. I, I don't know who I'm going to root for yet, Wags. You don't Whether know? Whether it should be... I'm sorry. The Chiefs, Andy Reid is a very fat penguin-like man mm, like myself. Right. So in solidarity, I might have to root for him. Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. You know, I'm going to root 49ers. Wow. Fucking bullshit. I'm just saying that for the applause. Uh, Wags, it's funny, like upstairs, you know, this old comedy club, and you think about how, like, 30, 40 years ago, like in the bathroom, they were, like, probably doing coke and partying. Right. And instead, we just have, like, pre show diarrhea in those bathrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Lots changed. Yeah. Our carbon footprint is indefensible. Mm hmm. We fly into a city. You're saying Doughboy specifically. Doughboy specifically. Mm. We fly into a city. We Uber to a chain restaurant. And we gorge on red meat. When the climate trials happen. Yeah. We will be putting a guillotine, both of us. You go guillotine. I've heard guillotine. Guillotine. Guillotine, I think, is an acceptable Whatever that contraption is, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a few tries to get through this fucking neck of mine. <laughs> not going to be easy. They're going to have to build a new... Fo- to hold my head, it's not going to be easy. Fucking extra large basket. Yeah. Like a fucking uh, lawn trash can. <laughs> Those ones you use for yard work. Uh, Mitch- you told me that you'd only root for the San Francisco 49ers if they changed their name to the 69ers. Is that right? That's true. That's true. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't follow the NFL. I don't really... I guess I actually... I will say... I had my heart broken by the Niners because I was an L.A. Rams fan as a boy. Uh, and then they moved to St. Louis, and that was a heartbreak of a different sort. Uh, but the, but mm. they, they got to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. I thought my favorite player, wide receiver Henry Ellard, would finally get to go to the big game. But, uh, but no, they got blown out. It was like 48-3, the 49ers. And then they went on, they beat the Broncos like 55-10. to 10. It was one of those dominant Joe Montana teams. Hell yeah. Yeah. You, just, you don't have any stake in that. You just like that it upset a young me. <laughs> yes. That rules. I wish I could go back. If I could go back in time for one thing, it would be to see you cry. <laughs> uh, Mitch, once again, you've got some of your friends here, your colleagues. Your, your buddy, yes. Your buddy, Chankton is here. Your buddy Chankton is here. And Angelica's here. Hello, Chankton. Hello, Angelica. Thank you for Margaret coming to the show. 
They live up Mary. here in the Bay now. You see them out here when, when we come over. Yeah. Uh, are they here or did they not even make it yet? Oh, they you're right here. here. They are here. All right. We had an incident because we had to get, uh, you, you were like, hey, my friend Chankton needs to get into the show to put him on the guest list. And Emma and I had a, a text message conversation with you where we were like, hey, what's Chankton's real name? That is true. I would love it if it said Chankton on his driver's license. But Chankton, does it say Chankton on your driver's license? His driver's license has been taken away. <laughs> Uh, but you've been up here in San Francisco the whole weekend. Your your sketch group, the Birthday Boys. We did a show did last night. Did a show night. last mm-hmm. night. Anyone at the Birthday Boys last night? People saw that show. People went. You were you went to the show last night? Should have fucking cheered louder. <laughs> oh, I gotta play. Uh, how to how to San Francisco. There we go. Uh, I gotta play a little drop. Hit it. Or how do you say it? Or Keddy? Or or Chetty? Or or Keddy? I don't know what you're trying to say. Or or what? What is it? What are you trying to say? Or Chetty? O R. I don't know how to spell it. Or Keddy? Or Keddy? O R. The pasta. Or Chetty? Or Keddy? Or Chetty? The pasta. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's fine to kiss kids. Yeah, whatever you want to show. However you want to show affection Mm. in your family. That's on you at the end there. Uh, it never gets any easier playing one of those stupid things. <laughs> Hi, Mitch. Resubmitting this drop for the live show because I'm in the audience and I want to hear it. Thanks for coming to Ohio. Saker from It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Oh, nice guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got played at a live show. You're just a classic dope. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> There's that Doughboys banner everyone loves. Um, I want to mention so we have apparently there's a water sponsor for SF Sketch Fest. And this is not branded content that the Doughboys can't be bought, but. Uh, this water up here is, it's like a tall boy of just water. It looks like a brew dog, but it's water, apparently. It's called Liquid Death Mountain Water. Tagline, murder your thirst. <laughs> this frosty can of pristine Austrian mountain water won't just refresh your body. It will murder your thirst. I feel like if you're an Austrian company, maybe lay off the murder threats. <laughs> A little intense, a little loaded there. Lean into it, why not? <laughs> There's you like... saw Liquid Death and you ran into the green room and you just chugged one of these. <laughs> Finally, sweet release. <laughs> uh, but Mitch, you've been up here all weekend. Any? Uh, uh, I came ed- up here on Saturday, not all weekend. Oh, but... I thought you came out, came up here earlier. No, I came on Saturday. Okay, then never mind. I thought you'd have more to discuss. I thought you'd maybe gotten up to some tomfoolery here in, in the city by the Oh, day. yes. I was running around causing tomfoolery. What the fuck are you talking about? Like you went to some, some merriment, some mischief making. Like you went out there and you, had a, you, you painted the town red. What do you think of me as a human being? I think that you're the kind of guy who likes to maybe tie one on. Maybe have a little, little, little party. You I think, think I'm like a little puck from Midsummer's Night Dream running around? No, I was 
just because I use that language, I wasn't thinking you like run around a maypole or something. I, I expect you to go and do the normal things that people go when they go to uh, when they go to a different city. Like you'd socialize with some friends, you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant. Anything notable happen to you? No, I flew in. We did the birthday boy show. I ate a 14 inch burrito. Uh, which made me feel very unmanly. <laughs> um, too big. Um, and uh, and then we did the show, and I went to bed. I wanted to go to Sam's Burgers. I always get a burger from Sam's Pizza and Burgers. Lovely spot. I've taken you, you there, there before. You took me and Gabrus there. We had a we had a lovely time. Yeah, but we we just went back to Ferguson's hotel room where we sat in Ferguson's bed, <laughs> and we all just hung out in Ferguson's room for real. Isn't aging like just so fucking dull? Yes, I don't want to talk old, about it. You get it sucks. Old and just everything sucks. Yeah. It's like this is what this is it. I guess. Just fucking so go a place and I, like just sit here for a little bit. That's it. <laughs> That's my life. I'm just sitting in different places. I know. Uh, let's introduce our guests. Dear God, they were like an excited audience. They're, ha- they're having fun. <laughs> it's sunk cost. Audience, you can always just feel the, uh, the moment when sunk cost fallacy sits in. And they're just like, well, I paid 25 bucks for this ticket. I guess I'd better sit here for 90 minutes and watch this <laughs> bullshit. Um, well, okay, more, okay. More, more people are saying, well, fuck, sorry. We don't set the ticket prices. Uh, Mitch. I do. <laughs> Wait, you do? Cha-ching. Raise it up, baby. <laughs> Sketchfest prices. Uh, let's introduce our guests. <laughs> a party rock band comprised of three members of the sketch group, The Birthday Boys. Their album, Lifelong Vacation, is available now. Give it up for Jeff Dutton, Mike Hanford, and Tim Kalpakis, The Sloppy Boys! <laughs> everybody doing <laughs> all right give it up for their video too you guys got a sneak peek of their hey! fucking new video very cool video we showed for the live audience here uh i we have we have a lot of business to discuss with you guys we went to a restaurant we spent a lot of time there uh but first things first and Dutton, i didn't talk to you backstage if you this was a thing you wanted to disclose or oh, get wow. into on stage but mm-hmm. you had a little bit of a dust up you got a, you got yourself in a little bit of a scrape i did what, what, tell, talk us through what happened. All right. So I'm in my shower in the hotel. Jacking off. Jacking off. <laughs> no, I was brushing my teeth. Brushing your teeth in the shower? I knew that was coming. <laughs> Michael, that seems like something you'd have tried before. No. It's efficient. It's very uh, efficient. Yeah, it's like it gets, it gets the job done. Can I finish? So talk, uh, talk to Mitch <laughs> and Lager. They're running. Sounds <laughs> like Ross Perot. Can I finish? Can I finish? Uh... And so I, uh, I finished brushing my teeth, and I'm a bit of a, not a germaphobe, I didn't want to put it somewhere weird in the shower, so I said, I'll reach and I can put it on the sink. And uh, I couldn't. Oh, and I, as, I, as I was reaching around the corner of the shower, I slipped and fell on my rib cage on the corner of the tub, <laughs> and I fractured a bit of a rib and also a bit of my foot. <laughs> How you may did have the, noticed Dutton walked out with a boot. He's got a big boot on his foot. Now I heard that I heard that you I was told that you stepped on a bar of soap, and you slipped out of your room down the hallway, (laughs) and outside the hotel. Did a lap around the Kimpton Buchanan Hotel. 
He went by all our rooms and we all with shower caps on. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Also, these two told me for real that you got a rib removed so you could suck your dick. <laughs> and balls. <laughs> well, you got the balls removed or he wants to suck his balls? Two ribs. The second rib was so he could lick his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, is this true? Uh, that's when I get back to L.A. I have that sort of thing done. Uh, I'm getting some added. <laughs> you can have one of mine. Hey. So you can go around the back way? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no other way to do it. You need ribs. <laughs> but nobody's done that? You don't, nobody's ever brushed their teeth in the shower? I no. do it as well. I've heard of this. I, it's not a normal thing, but like, I don't think there's anything so weird about you it. You brush your teeth, brush your pubes, do whatever you want to do in there. Shower brushers out there, hashtag scrub brush. That by sucks. Applause, by applause? Yeah, okay. They didn't like the hashtag. The hashtag's bad. You think that's why I didn't get the reaction? Yeah. Well, what do you got? You what do you call Scrub brush? Hashtag scrub brush. You're brushing and you're scrubbing. How about hashtag rub-a-dub-dub teeth in the tub? Oh, yeah. 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 Damn. That's how you hashtag, my friend. I know when I've been bested. You had, so I, I've heard about this, and I've heard it's like a thing. The way it was described to me is that the logic behind it is it's like, oh, I like showering, and so I'll brush my teeth. No, what? Like That's what someone, someone told me that. Someone told me I, because showering is fun, I get to have a little bit more fun time in the shower. This is insane. You talked to an insane person. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's an insane person we all know. Who? Who? Dave Ferguson. Oh. Dave Ferguson. Ferguson told me would say showering is fun. That's <laughs> he he the funnest there? thing you could think of. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an efficiency thing. Like it's you, an efficiency. You thing. clean everything else in the shower. Why are your teeth so special? You got to stand right. up in front of a special mirror and do it. I don't. Agreed. I agree. I feel the same way about dentists. You go to the doctor and everything else, and you got to go to this fucking special mouth doctor <laughs> for your for your mouth bones. Yeah. Fuck dentists. Fuck dentists. <laughs> If there's a dentist in here tonight, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Is there a dentist here tonight? Good. <laughs> Wouldn't dare show up here. They know to stay away. They're disgusted by the get premise the of the show. Yeah. Out. <laughs> um, you ever use uh, Dr. Bronner, like 18-in-1 soap? The oh, big yeah. bottle? Only yeah. when I used the to shower stuff, in right? your shower. <laughs> it's, it's great. I used to use that for everything because all the uses. Brush the teeth, shampoo the hair, do your laundry. Really? No. All with the same bottle in college. Wait, what? Yeah, you know that, that spicy peppermint stuff. It does everything. You put your, you put your toothpaste into the laundry? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, Mitch. It was more that it was so... It was weirder that it was going in my mouth. It wasn't like Colgate going into a washing machine. That would be weird. And so it is, but it is, it's an all-purpose... You've seen Dr. Bronner's. It's, it's like a tall bottle, and it's got all sorts of pseudo-religious ramblings on it. Hmm, I like that. Go on. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and you use it for anything. I had no idea. That's crazy. A, a all-purpose wash. Mm-hmm. I like it's that. It's really spicy, too. It burns your skin. Oh. <laughs> Sounds unpleasant. Yeah. Uh, like another thing like this, <laughs> coconut oil. I, you, you can yeah, do I whatever know, yeah. you want with that. I know some coconut oil advocates. Uh, Nally's, uh, like my lovely wife Nally, will use her coconut oil in all different ways. So you so? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hold on. Yeah, calm down. Everyone calm down. <laughs> she oils Nasty. herself up so she can slip away from you. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you guys, uh, uh, the the Doughboys, or we're the Doughboys. Fuck, we're the Doughboys. You guys. The Birthday <laughs> Boys had a show you forgot? last night. You forgot we were There's the Doughboys? too many boys going on these days. Also, we're too old. We should be, yeah. we need to be men. We're going to change the podcast to Dough Men? We should be, <laughs> we should be Dough Men. All right, fine. From here on out, the podcast is called Dough Men. We, are you, do we, you agree to that change? I don't know if I like... I feel like then the dough is also infantilizing. I think maybe just men. <laughs> the about podcast is called men. men? Yeah, men. Doughboys become men. What about bread men or something? Bread men's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> dough becomes bread. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll think about it. At bread men, I, think, I might get on board with bread men. Um, you guys have been up in... You, you guys, I know you got up here on Friday, so you spent a little bit of extra time in the Bay. Oh, yeah. We've all been to the Bay on a number of occasions, largely uh, for the lovely Sketchfest Festival, which happens every January. But uh, do you guys have any favorites from this visit or previous visits in terms of Bay Area eateries, place where you've oh, yeah. grabbed? Well, yeah. uh, this, we got some classics mm-hmm. that we didn't even get to because we love the Tonga Room. <laughs> love the Tonga Yeah, baby. Room. The rain in the Tonga Room. We love the House of Nan King. Uh, oh, not so much. Oh, not as much. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's wow. Great. That place, you know, we don't look at the menu. We come and we say we're hungry, and they just keep yeah. the food coming. And the, yeah, the, the waiter looks very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> How hungry? Are you threatening us? <laughs> and this trip, I brought these guys to the Tadich Grill. Wow. Whoa. Okay, that one's new to me. What is that? Oh, 171 years old, a seafood restaurant, uh, you know, shrimp cocktail like really old waiters. They're all dressed like scientists. Yeah. <laughs> they are white lab coats. And we kind of sat in what felt like a train car. Yeah, it was a little booth. It was a little like wooden booth and we got to be in there by ourselves. We felt like Don Draper himself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, our waiter was very curt, but in a charming way. I love that. Love they also a mean didn't waiter. have a lot. Like we ordered, I ordered an a artichoke and they didn't have it. You ordered something. He's like, we don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They don't have anything, really. Yeah. It was a terrible time. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. What, what they did have was delicious and fresh. Yeah, what he could round up in the back yeah, was I had, fine. I had a sh- crab and shrimp, uh, like, casserole. Ugh. That sounds fucking that does gross. Sound gross. No, no, it does no. sound gross. It does sound gross. It was like a bunch of seafood and cheese and rice all cooked up. That's disgusting. No, yeah, no. They, they put some uh, hot caramel on, so- yeah, on yeah. top. <laughs> and also, you want to eat a whole one before you get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, you guys are talking about them being out of something. I had an insane experience at a place we ordered lunch for, f- uh, from for work this past week, and it was it was a deli, mm-hmm. and that we ordered some bunch of us ordered turkey based items as you would from a deli, and they said we no longer carry turkey. <laughs> wow! They discontinued turkey at a deli. Wow! What kind of uh, on what, what grounds? Yeah. Uh, it's tryptophan, probably. Is that what it is, you think? <laughs> it's gotta be. Mm. Did you just get the olive loaf and call it a day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was going to say, we're talking about this, some, some various eateries. Twice, uh, do you have any spots you like to go to? Oh, boy, I do. I didn't get to go to any today because I flew up this morning and I'm flying back tomorrow morning. Uh, but wow, the, really love the city. <laughs> it's the way you want to see San Francisco. Do you, go, you go to Alcatraz every time you, you come, right? <laughs> For the listener who's not here, too, Wagger's still wearing his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not taking that. He's going right to the plane. 
I had so, I, I, it's a lovely city. I had some work obligations that precluded me spending more time here, unfortunately. Oh. I would have liked to have been here more. All right, fine. But in pre- on previous occasions, my lovely wife, Natalie, who I mentioned, uh, she, she went the, to... Uh, coconut oil? All right, take it easy. <laughs> Calm down. She went to UC Berkeley, so she knows the. She spent some time in the Bay, taking me a few, to a few different places up here. We've got to some places together. There's a Mediterranean restaurant uh, that has a few branches, Le Med, that we've been to. That's mm. a lot. That's a lot of fun. There's this little sandwich shop that has Bon Me that we went to. There's just a, like as close to a literal hole in the wall as you could uh, uh, you could get called Saigon Sandwich here. Oh my wow. god! Wow, that's the biggest Whoa. pop of the night. What a delightful yeah. Bon Me that work was. There? It was great. It was like two employees and no, like no seating area. It was just you walk in and, and they're just uh, you know yelling at you and make you a sandwich and it's fucking delightful. Why do you like all this yelling? Why do you like pe- why do you like a mean waiter? I like being scolded by a food service employee. <laughs> uh oh. Because at some level I know they're better than me. They're contributing more to society than I am. What am I doing? It seems kind of erotic in some way. It seems like you're getting off on this. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm fucking going home and pounding off, thinking about a fucking mean waiter, waitress from Mel's, yelling at me for wanting my eggs poached. Yes, yes, I do. All right, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, now, Lee, I'm gonna need some coconut oil. <laughs> we w- went to a Cambodian restaurant last time up here called Numbai, I think, it, in Oakland. Wow, this is fucking great. So, so good. A, lot, a ton of great, great food city up here. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why? Is it, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. before your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. 
It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one, and now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom the photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. Uh, but we went to a and a fairly, I guess, iconic. I guess when people, I guess, I guess, iconic in the sense that people outside of San Francisco perceive this as as part of San Francisco's identity. We went to Boudin to review uh, it for this this episode of the podcast. So the location we went to was the Fisherman's Wharf Original, which is if you're not from San Francisco, it's super duper touristy. Uh, the location is across the street from a wax museum in Ripley's, believe it or not. It's that kind of fucking, like, just the worst fucking part of any town is right across the street from the Ripley's, believe it or not. Weiger walked in there, and people started going up and taking pictures of him. <laughs> so the... <laughs> A lot of boudins are like little standalone, you know, they're like they're like little bakery cafes. This one is a combo store slash museum slash cafe. It's got one of those inside of it. And they're also a nicer restaurant that's upstairs. Uh, and that's where you guys set up shop while you're waiting for me to get into town. That's right. Um, and um, oh, wait, there was a there was a there, there was a piece of merch that we noticed there. Kalpakis, you sent you sent us a pic. Oh, yeah, it was uh, th- this. You mean the thing that was fucking hilarious? It was very funny. It said, keep calm and eat sourdough. <laughs> so we were cracking up over that. Yeah. We lost our shit on a coffee mug. I mean, 
what more do you want? I think we were still laughing when you got there, which was about 45 minutes later. <laughs> it's, this location is the home of what's known as the Mother Doe. That's right. Which sounds like if we, we would find out that we're half-brothers. and then <laughs> From the Mother Doe? Yeah, from the Mother Doe. I was trying to get the Mother Doe's number at the end of the meal. <laughs> Um, but that, it's, it's, it's like a sourdough starter that has existed since the 19th century that they continue to make new loaves. We from. gotta fucking steal that shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> you and I, if you and I fucking stole the mother dough, it would be cool. Did you make a heist movie? Yeah, the dough yeah. movie. Oh my god. It's right there in the fridge. You can see it. You can, you're very close to it. I think it literally is locked behind a vault. I think it literally is like you have... I mean, we could get. We could try to steal it. I bet if we tried to steal it, they'd there be like... There was a door that just said, The Mother Doe. That's Did true. Did you see that? Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty conspicuous. They're telling you where, the, the fuck, where it fucking is. There's, a, think, there's a big museum, and we were walking through, and we were like, this museum is lame as hell, and we got to the other side where they were like making bread, and then we looked through the windows, and we saw Wagger taking pictures like every second of the museum. <laughs> Wide-eyed, mind-blown... <laughs> Crying. There were tears coming down his face. Geez, sorry for having fun in a sourdough museum by myself. <laughs> Guess that's weird for some people. There's like a there's a timeline and I looked at the timeline yeah. and there were lyrics to going to California by Led Zeppelin on it. Ooh. And I was like, what does this have to do with bread in any way? I think the original lyrics at the very end of that song, he said, for bread. <laughs> they ran out of tape. Yeah, because it was analog tape. These days we have Pro Tools and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. I took a pic of a sign. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, at the, at that, wait, hold on, let's see. It's the Mother Doe Vault. That was not it. Um, it was, someone had put written, oh, okay, here we go. These were lyrics to a song. It's called, uh, 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 oh, God, this phone is befuddling me. Um, Song for the Bakers by Enoch George Adams, circa 1884. Sing it. Full, I don't know the tune. Uh, full, 18, full 18 hours under the ground, toiling and making bread. Shut off from air and light and sound. Are we alive or dead? Are we men with thought and restless will? Or are we but batches of dough that take their shape from the pan they fill is what I'd like to know. Fuck. That's a so good fucking song. Grim. They seem slightly less depressed than you. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrid time. Yeah, I know. We kept bakers in caves back in the day? 18 hours in a windowless room just inhaling wheat flour. It's got to be so fucking brutal. Fucking sign me up. <laughs> uh, we went to, so Bistro Boudin is what the upstairs thing is called. Obviously, San Francisco is maybe the most expensive city in the U.S. It's like a, it, it, food cut. Woo! Second. She's so Second. proud. Okay, thank you. Second. Who's number one? New York. Yeah. New York's still number one, uh, but the <laughs> a very expensive city, and uh, and that extends obviously to food. Just to put into perspective exactly what you're dealing with at Bistro Boudin, this is like fine dining prices, but they have a Dungeness crab omelet there for twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars for an omelet. That's a lot. That's an expensive-ass omelet. I need to see the omelet before we get all mad. <laughs> Is it a huge. big omelet? Is it huge? huge. $25 for a giant omelet is fun. It was described as a three-egg omelet, but it did have Dungeness crab, which I assume mm-hmm. is where the high price comes from. But you're, you're paying a premium for the location and, and fucking whatever. Um, the, we started off with some drinks. Now, you guys ordered Eggs something. are about eight fifty per egg, right? <laughs> 
I haven't been to the grocery store in a long time, but I'm, <laughs> I assume 850 per egg sounds right. This is like a Tom Steyer campaign flub. <laughs> <laughs> we got some, you guys, before I got there, got some oyster shooters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, baby. Describe exactly what we're dealing with. If they come out in syringes, you shoot them right into your arm. <laughs> Ooh, I shouldn't make that joke here. I forgot that. that. Um, dear God, I'm truly just panicked. You're fine. Um, they're fucking shot glasses with Bloody Mary and a fucking big oyster at the bottom of yeah. them. It was. Did, who did it in one? Did you do it in one go? I did it in I one, did. one. I couldn't. I, I, do s- two. I did a little There's sipping a first. Sipping, I think, is the way to go after having gulp down that oyster. After having done it and you ch- you chug a big ch- chunk of liquid and then a big fucking blob falls into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you guys weren't chewing them either, right? It, you just it's swallowed like, it down. It's like when you take a drink from a uh, glass of ice. Uh, from a glass of ice. <laughs> oh, right. hell yeah. What, 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 what are you doing over at your apartment? <laughs> Sometimes you take a drink Inventing and then, like, new uh, drinks. <laughs> you get the ice shoot down your throat like Oh yeah, balances, balances, and then you get the ice down the throat. It was yes. like that, but a but a big mucusy oyster. Yes, and the oyster was kind of warm. It was a yeah, little warm, yeah. yeah. And did but it to be fair, we requested yeah, it to be warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we brought a meat thermometer and like yes, <laughs> ninety four degrees. <laughs> uh, they were not. They weren't the fun start to the day that I thought they would be. Sure. And you said start to the day, and I know that you got there at 3.30 p.m. <laughs> well, I've been to this city 15 times. What am I supposed to do? Also, Mitch, I expected you to make more of a meal of the fact that you got to the restaurant 45 minutes before. Yeah, dinner. no shit. You late fuck. First off, yes, I was late for the original 3.30 reservation. I thought it was 3 p.m. Details. No, it was 3.30. Oh. I have document. I have documentation and text messages, and I have put to it up on the screen. Back. I'll find the text. I also have a Google. Cal- I, you have not joined the Doughboys Google Calendar yet. It's complicated. What? It's been up and running for a couple years. It's very helpful. I did text him the other day. I was like, hey, I have these separate so dates. Are these okay? And you're like, I'll look it up for you. <laughs> like a mother. Thank you, Wiger. I appreciate it. Uh, you're he- like mother, though. You know that? Oh, I'll take the compliment. Yesterday, 2.05 p.m. From Nick Weiger. Can we do 3.30 p.m. tomorrow at the original Fisherman's Wharf location? And the address was included. Liked by Jefferson Dutton and Tim Kalpakis. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Mike Mitchell replies, yeah. It's I was okay. Talking about something else. Did that, I not respond at all? No, you replied, yep. Okay. But a little later. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Like, like, I was still late to the original time. I'm just saying that I wasn't as late as you thought because you were early because you didn't know what time it was supposed to start. Okay, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> but we got in there, we got to see the bread. There's, there's little baskets of bread. I honestly thought that it was some sort of a, you know the game Mousetrap? Yeah. I thought it was basically a mousetrap set up for me. <laughs> a ball rolled down the stairs, hit a pole, and a cage came over me. Yeah, you were going to do the dive, like the little diving guy. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's a basket of bread. There's like baskets of bread that I think are just show bread. It's weird. It's like a droid factory. There's just like these little sci-fi, you know, fucking 
bread baskets that are that are up in the sky. They're like up in the air. They're like, they like a, it's like nowhere. a droid factory. That's what it evoked for me. I was like, this is like droids being assembled in Attack of the Clones. This is like the kind of yeah. thing that I would see. Okay, fair. Right, factory I agree with Geonosis, you. yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't. Watt Tambor is in the back doing some business. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's up. Well, people do not know Watt Tambor. <laughs> uh, we went upstairs. Uh, it it, it no, is it's a working kitchen, which is kind of yeah. cool to say. Yeah. And there's 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 also a there's a funny thing in that museum where it's like. San Francisco fog, and then there's this thing that's just is shooting fog out. It's just got like a smoke machine. You smoke like machine. Fog at you. It's like, what am I supposed to be experiencing here? I know fog conceptually. It's not unique. Yeah, to San what Francisco. is that? It was nice to run your hand through it. I thought that was fun. That was kind of fun. <laughs> that was kind of nice. You know what? I like the fog. Yeah, the it fog was, was great. <laughs> Did you see the zoetrope machine? No, where was that? That was fun. It was just that big cylinder that was spinning around, and you could watch. You just look through the little slit. Oh, I didn't realize there was like anything a, in the slits. Like a yeah. horse running, or what yes. was it? No, it was uh, a baker putting a loaf of bread in the yeah, it oven. That makes more sense. Pulling, yeah. out, pulling it out and then kind of dancing. And then below it was a guy panning for gold, pulling it out, and then he danced. Oh, that's oh. fine. <laughs> and it was uh, the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. was asking best, me if, best two movies. <laughs> two. I consider those two movies. You were asking me if it was still eligible for this year's <laughs> Academy <laughs> Awards. And you were like, I don't think so. Like, well, can you call them? <laughs> <laughs> can you call Oscars? <laughs> Here's my take on oyster shooters. Just give me an oyster. Like, why yeah. do I want to do the, have this fucking weird drink? Just give you, me an oyster. Well, to be fair, you can also get oysters. <laughs> it's not like shooters or nothing, buddy. Did they say that to you when you walked in? They, the guy said, hey, hey, shooters or nothing, go upstairs. I think they yelled shooter when you ran in. <laughs> shooter! <laughs> Everyone under the tables! <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like it's it's. It, why do I need that extra stuff? It's just like it's just uh, just give me a, the fucking regular thing. Um, you guys, other drinks that I, that I chronicled that you guys got: Irish coffee, Mai Tai, Boudine Bloody. Uh, they're taking a Bloody Mary, obviously, and I got myself a Bistro Sidecar, which was a lot of fun. Mm. Wait, no, I didn't. What is that sidecar? Yeah, you got you the sidecar. Did I get the sidecar? Yeah. Uh oh. It was like a martini glass with sugar around it. it was that lemony. is, I did get the clearly sidecar. not your first drink of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, correct. <laughs> the other uh, one was solo, I guess. I think the yeah. I mean, it was good. It was it was it had some like marmalade in it. Uh, Paddington would approve. Um, and it was uh, a <laughs> some you know some nice sweetness, very drinkable, not overly sweet. It was a fine cocktail. Paddington approved. Yeah. They should put that on the menu. That's great. Uh, it was very. It looked the marmalade and the sugar glasses seemed a very sugary drink for you. Well, I did, I don't think it needed the sugar rim. I feel like sugar rims in general. I don't need. Are, are you yeah. serious that it, there was actual marmalade in it? Or it just was orange? like mixed. Uh, they they they. No, it, the menu description had marmalade. There was marmalade really? in there, yeah. And I, it kind of thickened of, it a little I bit. I think of like chunky jelly. I think they just stirred the hell out of it. Nasty. <laughs> it kind of worked for me. Uh, we had my, I had the Mai Tai. It was pretty good. It was kind of strong. I, think, I felt like all the cocktails were pretty strong. That shooter was fucking yeah. strong as hell. Yeah, I think yeah. just Bloody Marys aren't meant to be shot at all. Yeah, that's point. true. I got my Bloody Mary was stupid because it was really redundant after the oyster shooter. To be then having the same drink without the oyster flopping in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it was just ice hit me. It, it was, celery stick hit you in the face. I had a nice big celery stick and I felt like Brad Pitt. <laughs> he said this. <laughs> I felt exactly like the And character. we all said, in what way? 
Well, we also say, no, no, you look like Brad. Look like That's Brad. That's what I meant. Oh, and once upon a time in Hollywood, he has a big celery stalk, and he, when he's having a Bloody Mary, mm. go back and rewatch it. It's, <laughs> it's just like me earlier today. I like the idea of people going back and watching it tonight and be like, holy shit! <laughs> He would t- it is blowing my mind. Screenshot it, <laughs> tweet it at me. <laughs> so let's get into our or any other. You know what I on, think? Yeah. Keep veggies out of my fucking drink. Oh, oh. Really? Yeah. Seems like that's been sort of your M over a while. Bitch, <laughs> 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 come on, we're having fun here. This Doughboys. You got you bring me on the show. I gotta say that. <laughs> you uh, brought him on the show. Brought me on the show. <laughs> Oh, you get Car Blanche to call me a fatty? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, I am a fatty, and I want fucking veggies out of my drinks. <laughs> a cherry and fruit is fine. I had, need... I had a few cherries, three cherries in my Manhattan there. Yeah. Uh, what do you, a big thing of celery? I like it. I like the fucking tomato-based cocktail. This is a dumb question. Celery is a fruit, right? Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> He's having fun. Okay, uh, I am. Uh, you know, the celery is a... <laughs> Celery is a Brad Pitt movie prop. Yes, okay. <laughs> Mitch, do the you farmer's like, like, we gotta go to some props for that Hollywood movie. <laughs> do you like it when a Bloody Mary has all the dumb shit, like, a, oh, we put a slider and we piled all a whole onion ring on there? Not only do I love it, I just recently fell for it in Wisconsin. There was a drink that was like a burger slider and fucking a hot dog and shit all in the, and I loved it. It was amazing. So you don't like veggies, but you're fine with just, like, extra meat. Here's why. It doesn't count as a meal if it comes in the drink. <laughs> is that true? Nice loophole. So if mother asks, I only had, this is what I had for a meal, and then all the thing in the drink, that doesn't count. Yeah, this pork shank was a garnish. <laughs> so let's get into the food. We got an Arctic char ceviche. That's uh, right. This is uh, ceviche on sourdough crisps with avocado mousse. It was guacamole. You don't call it avocado mousse. Come on. Pomegranate I seeds. think it, it was avocado mousse. Uh, grapefruit and balsamic drizzle. I had one, you know, it, it was when I got there, again, I was late. I got a little, it, my, it was close to room temp, so it wasn't ideal ceviche, uh, but it was fine. Can I just say that I would rather they just say balsamic instead of balsamic drizzle? You don't like the <laughs> word drizzle. I think drizzle is gross sounding. What, does it make you think of something? Snoop Dogg. Mm, is that it? <laughs> no, I like Snoop Dogg. The word drizzle is weird. Why? Oh, because they're drizzling. They're not. That's bull. They're just putting. You know what I'm. You know what yeah, is you're behind me. You're thinking of cum, Mitch. It wasn't <laughs> cum. Jacket. I'm just thinking of it. cum. Say it. I am. <laughs> also, like, <laughs> this is just making me speculate about you. Like, <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Get that coconut oil away from me. <laughs> I like it rough. <laughs> wow, I should have said that. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going to drizzle. That's really good uh, and true. Uh, yeah, I know. It makes me think of cum. It shouldn't be called uh, balsamic drizzle. It's just some balsamic on there. Yeah, I'm w- I mean, I'm with you. It's, a, it's weird. Call it a vinaigrette or something. Thank or, you. Or, or, I think don't put it on there at all. It didn't need that. It didn't need balsamic. It definitely didn't need that dressing, yeah. I don't think that, that did anything to do it. What, balsamic. What was... maybe, maybe the most overused fucking condiment of the 2010s. Yeah. It's like... Boy, wow. Great take. I like this take. <laughs> Too much What, balsamic. you guys are behind me? You fucking... <laughs> oh, you love balsamic, you San Francisco freaks? 
I'm with you, Balsamic. We can stay in the 2010s with Sriracha. It just got kind of a little played out. Yeah. Let's let's have some new condiments in 2020. Ooh, I someone's like sriracha, booing us. But I'm saying it got played out. That we, guy has a whole cup of balsamic at his table. It's disgusting. <laughs> in a bread bowl. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts on that ceviche? Any any advocates? Any detractors? I felt like we were trying to share it, and I didn't get enough to even have a, any taste in my bite. It Ouch. feels like it should be more shareable. Like they were kind of on individual chips, but it wasn't distributed. Perfectly. That could be my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I took I took the first round of that. It I arrived in a tower stacked up, and then we yeah. like deconstructed. <laughs> I kind of oh, knocked that tower know. over. Yeah. Honestly, all the apps were kind of like. This happens with a lot of like nicer restaurants, I guess, and maybe this is one of those. Uh, trying, it's to definitely a te- but, it's definitely in that price category. It's but, a restaurant, but like uh, <laughs> it's a restaurant, but like the meatballs were three meatballs. The yes. shrimp was six shrimps. So it's like we each got to have one or half of whatever appetizer yeah. showed up. And these apps are between fifteen and twenty dollars. Like they're uh, not the three meatballs specifically was fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's tough to kind of get a real. Uh, enjoyment out of that. So the Peruvian meatballs, beef meatballs with panca chili sauce, uh, cilantro, watermelon, radish, and crema. These are fucking whack. I was like, what, what am I doing here? Plain. So my time plain. What do you think? Yeah. The Peruvian meatballs. connection, is that for real, or are they were just trying to do a fusion thing? Because I, 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 I have by, no idea what the Peruvian the bathroom, connection I walked is. by the, uh, the kitchen, and they had the door open, and like they're like, all right, roll them in. They're rolling these things in from Peruvia. <laughs> <laughs> From Peruvia? Peruvia? Yeah. <laughs> no. Peruvia. Yeah. Peruvia. That's, that is amazing that it was Holy really from Peruvia. Peruvia. Well, I was so amazed because I was like, who the hell is Peruvia? Yeah, yeah. So then and I, I went back there and I said, guys. Guys, show I me on a map think, where I these are coming from. I think it's Peru. So we don't think the rolling meatballs is weird at all, but no, the, the no. fake country is very yeah, weird. Yeah, that was weird. That and was so weird. you saw rolling, you saw them rolling the meatballs in and you just knew immediately it was from Peruvia? How did this happen? They were, they were saying like, oh yeah, these just came from Peruvia. Oh, yeah. so they I were like, saying I don't that. think I should be back kind of here. the buzz around the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, we got our answer. Those are their real Peruvian meatballs. Yep. Great. Good to know. Yeah, I just they didn't do anything for me. Not, no. not a lot of seasoning there. They were fun. Um, the, the shrimp cocktail, you know, I've had better shrimp cocktails. I didn't I, think we should have even ordered a shrimp cocktail. That's kind of a boring thing, don't you think? Well, I All think right, can, good... I, can I blame it on someone? Go yeah. I blame Van Artsdalen. He ate oh, with us. No, no. I, I forgot to mention Chris Van Artsdalen was there. I seconded the... From the Birthday Boys. Uh, who also designed the lovely Doughboys logo. Hell yeah. And he directed the video that we just showed you. Yeah. Hey. He's and a good so job. And for all that work, we let him have lunch with us today. <laughs> he said, you can order one thing. Can I have the shrimp cocktail? <laughs> and we're going to talk shit about it on the podcast. <laughs> you fucking ruined it all for us. The shrimp cocktail. We should have gotten uh, calamari, I say. I think a shrimp cocktail is a fine baseline order to sort of see the co- like baseline competency of... This is just like a standard app. Let's see if you can pull this yeah. off. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. like onion rings. It's, it's just a basic app. I, again, I think it was fine. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. I thought it was actually fine. I thought it was pretty good. It was a uh, lateral move uh, shrimp cocktail to... Uh, what's the thing you said? Uh, the calamari. Yeah, la- the yeah. calamari, yeah. yeah. No, but we would have had more fun with dipping calamari in the marinara. Come on, Jefferson. Yeah, Come on, Jeff. Jeff. I, I dipped my up. thing in the other thing. Oh, the cocktail sauce. He's right. Oh, he's right. There is a dip for that, too. <laughs> he's right. I he's find right. calamari grim because you sometimes get those little ones that have like, like that are just like, are those yeah, babies, little, right? They, sometimes get the babies. Pink, and they pink, say pink the butthole, butthole thing. Yeah. Yeah. The butthole thing. Yeah, that's the other thing. I like the spidery ones. 
I don't like the spidery ones. What are those babies? Are those baby squid? They look like, yeah, they look like Ursula from Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. I find anytime I'm eating, and I guess this extends a shrimp cocktail, but anytime I'm eating an entire life form in a bite, it makes me feel monstrous. It's like something an ogre would do. It's funny because it makes me feel powerful. Yeah. Like langostino shrimp, those tiny little guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can eat entire colonies. It's, it's great. Yeah. I feel like Galactus. I've seen Mitch. <laughs> I've seen Mitch take some of those little squid things and line them up and really berate them and then march them into his mouth. I have told Wagger that we used to race lobsters yeah. back in Quincy when I was a boy. Really? Yeah, we'd line them up. I'd get on top of one, and my sister would get on top of another one. We'd race them around the house. No, you would race them, uh, and the, the, the winner usually went in the pot first, was the sad <laughs> thing about it. The winner? Yeah. So you're not delaying, like, they don't get their, they just get their death sentence sooner. It's like well, the other ones, coming. the ones who didn't win, we kind of put into, like, a saw uh, scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got myself an herbed green salad. Organic greens, cherry tomatoes, our black pepper shallot vinaigrette. So vinaigrette is in their vocab. Can I say, I'm going to yeah. say something. Well, go ahead. I was just going to say the salad was, it was, I mean, I think it was one of the better things that we had. Bad news, San Francisco. Second best dish of the day <laughs> was the salad. You had some? Yeah, it was delicious. The, the only, I mean, the, the produce was fresh. It was very simple, but it was, you know, it, it was refreshing. It was a well-composed salad. I do think it was maybe a, a tinge overdressed, mm. but it was overall pretty good. Mm. A good salad. Solid, solid restaurant salad. And then we get into our mains, uh, and the big one, the, the, the big boy here, the one that they have at the cafe that is kind of their signature, the Boudin Sourdough Bread Bowl, comes with a clam chowder or crab and corn bisque. You can also go petite, which I would advise anyone who is considering ordering this to go petite. Yeah, I do. Because that. it just is you're just deciding how much bread you're going to throw away. <laughs> yeah. And petite it's just less wasteful. But I got the big boy and it's a fucking whole bunch of bread. It's like a whole sourdough yeah. fucking it's, orb. It's like the half of a basketball. It's too oh, much. Yeah. And then they you give you the top the... of it, too. Like, they take the what they cut out. They cut it, yeah. And they give that to you to dip, I guess. But the whole thing you dip, it's already dipped. I do kind of like <laughs> The whole bowl is dipped. It is just dipped. I yeah, do kind of like dipping that top. Get these lids out of here, lady. Uh, so yeah, it is funny. You see the factory, you see the bread get made, and then it goes on your plate, and then you throw it in the trash. <laughs> and, uh, At least send it somewhere to get be made into croutons. And Tim, Tim, you, you tried a little hack with that. Bowl, didn't you? That's right. I went oh. side by side, the half and half. Crab, uh, bisque, crab and corn bisque on one half. The other half, clam chowder. And I don't know how they did. We thought maybe they'd put it like a thin slice of bread between the soups. Uh, they did. <laughs> they just haphazardly no, just threw them together. They just ladled them in. They stayed separate. If I <laughs> it was, was like oil and water, they just wouldn't go together. Yeah. And it's I a... tried to mix them. It just. W- <laughs> 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 um. That was that was kind of. How do you think they did that? I think it's a density thing. I think you're right. Maybe yeah. they they could have put them in kind of cold and congealed, and then heated up the whole. Oh, but, interesting. But the bread wasn't warm. What how did they fucking <laughs> do this? So this is a magic trick they pull off at California Pizza Kitchen, and I, when I've seen them do it, they have a little divider, and they're pouring them into that divider, and then they remove the divider, and because again they have different densities, they kind of stay oh. isolated. This this felt like they just kind of poured them in at the same time from different sides and just hope for the best. As and you it, it ate it, out. did they did they like mix together as you ate it? Uh, no. <laughs> 
I, I ate all of the clam chowder, and then the crab bisque was just piled up on itself. <laughs> There's a liquid wall? <laughs> then I went to the bathroom for like an hour, came back, and said, time for my bisque, and I worked my way down. You know what's weird? Now think about it. I don't think I ate any of the bread because the soup was so filling that yeah. I didn't even pull off any of the sides. Well, that's what you do is you just scrape the inside. Yeah. You, you, wait yeah. for, you wait for the moisture to get into the bread and you just scrape. scrape that was good. I did that and that was gummy. But I, I thought good. I would be tearing it apart like a tostada. I did a little bit, but I just to like try it. You dirty dog. <laughs> and, and I did a lot of lid dipping, which I enjoyed. Yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I got like the, the stuff from the inside like Jeff did, and I got like a hole in the bottom. And as I was picking it up to like, you know, do a bit about like looking at you guys through it, the waiter came, oh, yeah. came right over as I was picking it up. She's like, oh, you're still eating. I was like, I just want to look at it. My friend's through it. <laughs> She's like, wanna, why? She's why do like, you want to do that? <laughs> because I think it's cool. <laughs> and I'm cool. <laughs> she said, why don't you go back to Peruvia? I said, I'm a little confused. <laughs> uh, I will say, and wait, so someone gave, had the observation, I think, Communicated to you guys something about the clam chowder that true t- proved to be true. Oh it was yes. Oh, they might somebody, be here somebody at uh, either the sloppy or birthday boy show recommended if you and they're here. I think they said if you go to Boudin and you get the um, the staples like the the clam, clam chowder, chowder. They said you have to go salt and pepper. If you if you a get lot. a normal menu item, you're fine. But if you if you get kind of the more famous things, yeah, you got to be ready to go apeshit with the the salt and pepper. And I remembered right after I finished my bread bowl. <laughs> and then you did a big chaser of salt, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And mixed it all up. <laughs> and another oyster. Is one. that person here? Yeah! Wow. Yeah, they said, they said, yeah, very sad. Ashamed of themselves. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even remember my yeah. thing. Drenched in salt and pepper. Uh, the... Can I talk about the clam chowder for a yes, second? Yes, please. Good. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> And as a New England clam chowder, you're a, you're a New Englander. I'm a New England man, that's mm, true. You can speak to it. Where do you I, get, in Boston, is there a, uh, the iconic one that you get? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> a Logan Airport man. It's the best. Uh, I don't know. Changton, what do you think? Legal seafood? Uh... Legal seafood? That's I don't know. Oh, the, old, the oyster house where we went with uh, Edwin? Is Changton asleep? Chang, did you did you fall asleep, Changton? I think oh, he uh, did. Changton left. Changton's gone. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm kidding. He's here. He's having a great time. Changton walked out. Well, I, I'm kidding. He's here. Mitch, your eyes opened as wide as I've ever seen. <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> it was like that guy who gets uh, hit by a boat in that movie. Remember, like there's a little Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah, Caddyshack. The guy whose eyes opened up. That guy's great. That's good, Mitch. He's he's really good. That guy. <laughs> Yeah, you know what had a uh, we had great clam chowder at Tadich. Tadich. Yeah, Tadich. That was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Also, uh, ooh, wait, where is Tadich? Um, here right in here. San Francisco. Oh, it's here in SF. Okay, that's uh, the place we also, didn't have the uh, like, artichoke. Clam, that was like thick, delicious clam yeah, chowder. Five. Well, I think oh, right, you mentioned this earlier. Yeah. So Feels like the whole thing with with New England clam chowder. Back mm-hmm. me up, Mitch. You're from New England, right? Yeah, I'm here. You don't want. You wait, want, but hold on. Where is Chankton? Yeah. He's right there. Did he say anything? Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's waving. waving. He, he's sitting. Oh, oh he agrees with I me. I agree with you. Legal seafood? Burke seafood, too, in Quincy is great. Mitch, he clearly wants to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be a part of the show. 
He's really busy over there. What's he yeah. working on? <laughs> Doing his taxes. That's kind of from a Chappelle sketch. I should... No, no, Charlie, we're not talking to you anymore. Chad, just shut up. <laughs> He's drunk. Let's go. One of your friends, really? No. <laughs> I think the... the I, I agree. that The clown chatter here was just fucking... It was, it, at best, it was replacement level. It was just not exciting. There was nothing... Uh-huh. It was under-seasoned. You know I what would, I want? I would, I would actually it. call it calm chowder. Why? Oh, boy. Because oh. The, the taste is so calm and nothing. Yep. Mm. I got. I got. I'll, I know what. I, you know what I would call it? What? Seafood milk. <laughs> yeah. Warm seafood milk. Yeah. It was fucking whack. It tasted too yeah. seafoody. It was like a fishy half and half. It was a fishy milk. It. it was a fishy milk. Yeah. Get a lot of nods out here. I see a lot of yeah. Oh yeah. It's a. It's it's a disappointing, especially because their signature. Do uh, fish have breasts in some way? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's a strange question. In some way. <laughs> There's a fillet. Are there pictures of it too? <laughs> <laughs> There's animated pictures of it for sure. Good to know. Uh, no, it was uh, it was very uh, it was very seafoody. Not enough potato in there. Yeah. It was it was it was it was it was whack. It was yeah. it was not good at all. Um, and I had a big fucking giant bread bowl of it. It's you get a, you get a gigantic portion. Yeah, and it's just and you're committed to it. So the so then we got some other items the crab mac and cheese which is not in the online menu so I don't have a description here I guess it was maybe a special um, and then an, in that same category combining shellfish and dairy there was the Dungeness crab and shrimp pizza which uh, Van Artstalen ordered fresh pezzo mozzarella and tomato There's p- the audience is groaning that was the one thing I refused to put in my mouth yeah, I was like I'm I, not I eating away. that but you did do the crab mac and cheese I did taste the crab mac and cheese see I asked the waitress I, I got a bread a petite bread bowl and I mm-hmm. said well I should get one other thing but something we can all share because I'm going to have a, a bunch of this subpar chowder and uh, she said crab mac and cheese and we went for it and it was fine it wasn't like congealed together. Like the noodles were bouncing all around, and then separately there was yeah. cheese. Just, just crab, just thrown on top. Yeah, it was just very, a fucking lump of crab on top of mac and cheese. I just like, first off, I'd just give me regular mac and cheese. I'd rather have that. But the mac and cheese in and of itself was bad mac and cheese. It was fraudulent yeah. that it was served in a skillet that yeah. it wasn't cooked in. No, yeah, it was a it, show skillet. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? A show skillet. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a prop. I, it wasn't cast iron. And, and the, yeah, the pizza, I, I, the pizza I found to be vile. I didn't like it. it I just, just the I, it, its existence. So you guys tasted it, or some of you tasted it. Yeah, it was good. It was pretty good. Is it, the, it was good. Yeah, it was. I thought it was great. Wow. It, was, it was better than most other things. Yes. Wow. It was like a pesto, like a white pie with pesto and a shrimp every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, the weird thing is crab, because you've had shrimp on pizza, right? Yes. The crab is the weird thing. The crab is unusual. I just, any sort of, I'm, I'm a person who, I just don't like mixing seafood and cheese. I just like, like for me, that's like an odd combo. I've had it work at times, but like, I've also had other times I think where someone just got pinched. <laughs> it, there might be a crab loose in the audience. Oh, shit. He's, he's hearing all this stuff. It's going after everybody. Hey, I'm fine on pizza. <laughs> Tell them. He wants to be cooked. <laughs> yeah. Stupid crab. <laughs> um, Weiger, I think you're right. I think that that was a traditional rule that like cheese and seafood, you keep them separate. And that that's, that's like a chef it's, rule. It's in the yes. Bible and too, then, I like, think. And then Wolfgang Puck came along. Yeah, it's Old Testament. But then, that's like, Jesus is on the cross and he says that. <laughs> like, it was the only thing he said. <laughs> Before I go, just don't put cheese and seafood together. 
and mention it on Doble. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think that eventually Wolfgang Puck came along and put a shrimp on a pizza, and everyone said, hey, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> there have been executions. That fucking German fuck. Yeah. There have Austrian? Been ex- I think he's from Peruvia, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there oh, been- God, I'm going to hear this the rest of my life. There have been versions of it that have worked for me, but I this wasn't these weren't one uh, this wasn't one of them the crab mac and cheese. Uh, and so moving on from the surf portion to the turf portion, which I think were actually two of the better ones: mm-hmm. the red wine braised beef stew and the ribeye steak sandwich. So the the beef stew was a slow braised beef short rib with Dijon mustard and carrots, pearl onions, creamy garlic mashed potatoes. The steak sandwich, eight ounce grilled ribeye, mm-hmm. uh, French baguette, Swiss cheese, balsamic glazed onions, arugula tomato with coleslaw and bistro fries. Were, was there coleslaw? Oh, I don't know no, if there was, there was coleslaw. No, I didn't see no coleslaw. They yeah. forgot our slaw. Uh, but the ribeye steak sandwich, I think, was Fuck. the best bite of the meal. By a mile. I think it was good. By a lot. I mean, the that baguette rules. was good. It was a good baguette. I ordered two meals. I ordered the big bread bowl and, and, a, and a steak sandwich. Right. Waitress didn't bat an eye. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for you? <laughs> <laughs> and Weiger, I saw you sitting there. You know, We're in expensive San Francisco. What are you doing? And then... It was the best. It was the best thing of the entire meal. I'm glad you got it. And you know, I was skeptical. A steak sandwich is a thing that I feel like rarely works. Usually, the steak is too hard to nibble through when when it's contained in bread. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a knife. But this one was good. It was it was a nice balance. It Sourdough was, and so. a fucking steak, and you could bite yeah. through it pretty and easy. You could bite through it. Nice. And the baguette, I think, was the best bread we had, mm-hmm. including the little free bread they get you on the table, which was nothing impressive. But that was the best bread. Bread. An issue. I got an issue. Yeah. Why is that bread not warm? That should be better. Yeah, it should yeah. be it should be t- it's uh, piping it c- hot. It came on those baskets across the room. It got cooled <laughs> down by the wind. No one agrees with that. The bread should be warm. It Sourdough should, it bread. It should be warm. It's the the baker is right next door. And he... I think people agree with you. Just people have just stopped listening at this point. <laughs> Look how many phones are out. <laughs> I think uh, Chankton was le- uh, leading a big group yeah. outside. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we don't have to listen to this. Let's go. Wagner and I have always talked about when people realize that this is a stupid podcast. Yeah. And it's just over. Most it might people, be tonight. Most people realize it and just unsubscribe. But then to actually come here and like kind of be in the shit a little bit and then be immersed in it, that's like probably a, a harsher revelation. <laughs> like I wasted so much time and money. Shut up, you fool. Uh, and the stew, I thought was the stew did you did you right? It was pretty good stew. Fine. It was fine. It was fine. It wasn't disappointing, but whatever. I, I mean, I think as the compared to everything else we had, I thought that was one of the better things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but you could make it at home. I feel like sure, my, mom, my mom has made. If you're like a great <laughs> chef and have like the perfect recipe, yeah, you can make that. At home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've had like a carrot and a potato with some nice beef. Yeah. Can sure. you believe it? <laughs> no, I believe you. Stunned. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it. Uh, but the steak sandwich really the standout here. Well, uh-huh. uh, we should get to our final thoughts on boudin, our experience here today. Is that, before we yes. do boudin is the way to pronounce it. I've heard some people say boudin. I, I, boudin is no? Boudin, boudin is boudin. no. Okay. No dean. The, the, no web, the website no says boudin, the web, boudin. The, their own website. So kind of terrified me a little bit. What it's boudin is a ghost language. <laughs> what? It is. It's true. Could also be someone upset with Dean Kane. 
We hope it's not, but... I hope not. <laughs> uh, well, let's get to our final thoughts on Boudin, Boudin, Bowden, however you say it. We'll go around. We'll each give a, a, a summary of our opinion, a closing argument, if you will, and then ascribe it a fork rating, zero to five forks. Uh, we'll go down the line, starting with you, Jeff Dutton of the Sloppy Boys. Okay, I think it was... Uh... A great time at a restaurant. We really dug in and had like a multi-hour meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is, once you get inside that building, it is charming. Like it is the sort of place that uh, I think we went to our first sketch fest 10 years ago. It's exactly the sort of place like on Hollywood and Highland where if you're the, f- it's the first time here, you just go right into the heart of the dumb thing and do it. Mm. And uh, basically I give it um, three out of five, just being like barely better than average. All right. Three forks from there Jeff Dunn. All right, hand man, go ahead. Uh, I had the thing, I got the, uh, what, the chow, the uh, crab bisque, and I thought that was good. That was the best thing I had, I think, other than the steak sandwich. Uh, I wasn't too impressed all around, and I really, I kind of didn't like the uh, inside of the restaurant. I thought it was kind of plain. It is Uh, pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) The baskets were going around the ceiling. That was cool. They did remind me of... uh, Monsters, Inc.? Star Wars? Robots? Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a Monsters, Inc. thing, too. (laughs) I will say the view was great. There was a great sailboat. There is a great view. That I thought was really great. No, you're uh, right by the wharf. You can look out over the bay. Yep. It's nice. You can look at all the better restaurants. You can uh, see uh, <laughs> You can see Alcatraz and think about uh, Capone wasting away. Mm. He's still there. Uh, yes. Uh, I gave it a uh, two out of five. Whoa. Two on. forks. Mike Hanford. No, I mean, a one out of five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim Kalpakis. <laughs> oh, boy, I feel similarly. Uh, I, had the, I had the half and a half. The crab bisque was way better than the clam chowder. For sure. So I liked that half a lot. It was more savory, more flavor. But I feel like when I first got there, I looked at the menu... And I saw that ribeye sandwich, and ribeye is my favorite food, but I, we were at a clam chowder place, so I said, Timmy, don't, don't get that ribeye. I heard him say this. This yeah. was during the hour you were in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of just like really close up to the mirror. It's like Apocalypse Now in there. Then I was kind of, I had a Sharpie. I was working out some equations. I was like Matt Damon. Okay. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I I felt like disappointed that I said, Tim, don't get the ribeye. You always eat that, and you're going on a podcast tonight. You should have a feeling about the chowder, so you should order the chowder. Then I ate all the chowder, and then I had a bite. I had many bites of Mitch's ribeye, and it was so much better that I just felt like I botched the whole thing. Yeah. And I felt like that sucks that your iconic dish that brought us in the door is not as good as... A steak sandwich, is, yeah. You know that's weird. Yeah. Um. So I'm saying three out of five. Still going three forks. All right, Spoon Man, what do you think? <laughs> well, it was funny because like I got there, I was excited to do it. I didn't enjoy the drinks. I didn't enjoy the food. <laughs> and I certainly didn't enjoy the company. Hey. <laughs> Mitch, that was us. Uh, oh, I'm so I'm sorry. Um. I meant Weiger specifically. Um, here's the deal. If I, bro- if I was the Birdman of Alcatraz or Sean Connery, I did an impression of him with his last name. Oh, he's, he's French? <laughs> Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Oh. Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sacre bleu. 
Suck like a rock. I'm stuck in the rock. You uh, understand that Sean Connery's character from The Rock is not a historical figure. I thought that movie was taking place in real time. Okay. I was watching a TV news, <laughs> news program. Um, if I escaped from Alcatraz and I swam, which I am very good at. Oh, you're good at floating. <laughs> if I floated from Alcatraz. An- another bit of your irrational self-confidence, just, just to go on tangent real quick. You said that you could swim from Alcatraz. You were confident you could do it. If and- someone's got a spotlight in a boat, I'll show you. I'll prove you all wrong tonight. <laughs> Yeah, do it! How do you all feel if I just sank immediately to the bottom? <laughs> all these people have to go out and stand in the cold and watch you swim. <laughs> you thought this show was bad now. <laughs> We're taking it to the water. Doughboy's Cruise, Wagger, we've talked about this. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. We're not going to do it. Be they want it. We're How about Doughboy's? Do We're not doing a Doughboy's Cruise. Doughboy's live at Alcatraz. How's that? Uh, and if I... Oh, <laughs> walk her up? All right, calm down. <laughs> uh, if I swam all the way from Alcatraz... Yes. And I got to fucking Boudin, I'd fucking swim my ass right back. <laughs> that shit sucks. <laughs> You're right down by the water. You're a bread place, but you want to be a fish place. Make up your mind, is it bread or fish? You, you got the Jesus meal going here, Wiger. Loaves of bread and fish. It doesn't go well together. You got to choose one or the other. It's got to be bread. It's too seafoody, and the seafood sucks. You're a good Catholic boy, terrified of the devil. Yes. With his horns and his uh, trident. P- yes. And you think, but you're willing to say that the Christ meal is bad. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I feel like Christ was a better cook or something than the Boudin people. So there's Bodine, Boudin. I'm saying no, nude, no, no, nude. No, no Dean. No Dean. Two forks. No Dean. No Dean. Uh, I was disappointed by my meal. I mean, this is a tourist trap. That's that's what it is. The the this this location, the bistro. There's no reason to go to the bistro. Go to the factory. Like walk around if you want to for whatever reason. If you're down the Fisherman's Wharf and you have some kids to entertain, um, they'll maybe like all the loaves that are shaped like animals and shit. Uh, but I mean, I like that. I'm not gonna say I didn't like seeing loaves shaped like animals. That was pretty fun. Oh, one of the loaves of bread had a. Uh 49ers sticker on it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So you guys would probably love that here. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like have it shaped like the 49er logo. They just no, no, put a sticker on it. There was a sticker yeah. on it. Were, was I supposed to remove that before I ate it? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, you know, the actual bistro itself is, there's so, it's such a great food city. There's so many places if you're going to spend as much money as we do, we spend a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. at this fucking place. We spent $6,000. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't mention all those bottles of champagne we were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, it's, I just go someplace else. The actual, the actual cafe, which I've been to before, it's fine, but it's also like with a sourdough on a bread bowl. All right, this is, 
You can get this fucking at Disneyland. It's the same thing. And this what is, is the difference between the, the cafe is downstairs and it's more grab and go, and the yes. upstairs is a restaurant. And the cafe they have a bunch of. They have about thirty different locations, including some at the airports mm. here. And it's you know yeah, it is more grab and go. It's more focused towards the the chowder and a bread bowl. And oh just yeah, perfect and perfect plain food. <laughs> <laughs> Clam chowder and a bread bowl. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, we were downstairs, yes. and a guy came up to us. He might be here tonight. And he's like, did you go to the restaurant? Oh, there he is. And I was like, did you go to the restaurant, or did you go to the cafe? We were like, the restaurant. He's like, the cafe fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that guy right there. Yeah. Smart man. He's right. <laughs> that said, walking through the museum, this is a union shop, which is nice. It's nice that it's a union bakery. Oh, God Woo! damn it. So- we agree. So for that reason, I'm giving it an extra half fork, which gives Boudin's rating one and a half forks. (laughs) Wow. Guys, that was our review of Boudin. And now it's time for a segment. I've got a mystery drink. And Mitch and the sloppy boys must divine what it is. It's another edition of the Weiger Challenge. Emma Erdbrink, everybody, our producer. Walking out these mystery beverages in clear Mm. cups. Emma, a former bartender, your first time in the Bay Area. Any thoughts in the the little bit of time you spent here? It's a pretty dope city, but your shit's expensive. Well said. Thank you, Emma. Very well said. Um, Hey, wait a second. Yes. You know, you and I have a little bet about me making the Billboard Top 100. I won't play the song, but I will say I am working with one member of the Sloppy Boys on my production. Wow. They don't want to be named. (laughs) (laughs) But I am working with the Sloppy Boy right now on my Billboard Top 100. The terms of the bet are, and I think you only have like eight weeks to to get this done. Because you made the bet. We pushed it to 2021. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I was like, you're not going to start till like November. Um, you, we, you made the bet like almost a year ago, uh-huh. and it was you have one year to get a song on the Billboard Hot 100, and if That's it right. happens, then I give you like a thousand dollars. You give me ten. You give me ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did write a parody song, <laughs> and I, this I, like I'm trying to tr- I'm trying to like warm myself up. Okay, so this is not the song. This is not the song. But this is a do you want to hear the the parody song? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> It's a parody song of Country Road. Okay. At the goalpost, Mushroom Kingdom, Cuckoo Mountain, Loop Loop River. Yoshi lives here, eats berries from the trees. Mario will ride his back and eat Goombas with Gratees. Country Toad, take me home. To the place I belong, Mushroom Kingdom, Princess Peachy, take me home, <laughs> Country Toad. Damn. Wow. It's a lock, baby. Woo. He's going to get this billboard. <laughs> I think that song could get on the Billboard Top 100. <laughs> I was so sure it was going to be Rainbow Road. <laughs> Oh, Rainbow Road! Damn it! 
<laughs> Shit! <laughs> That's why we're the sloppy boys. We're a bad man. Fuck! I like. I can't be. I'm not even gonna lie to you. My night is ruined. Oh, my oh, God. Shit. No, fuck you. I just did a full, I just did a full song. The Sloppy Boys could do a lettuce wrap. No, I'm not going to make you do that. I don't think uh, I, we ever heard the lettuce wrap. Yeah. That's, that's where you just kind of closed your eyes and got sweaty and, and, and worried about it. <laughs> it's a very Calpacian rhyme delivery. Let's hear it. I forget it. Uh, <sighs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, lettuce wrap. It's the lettuce wrap. Yeah, arugula iceberg, that's for me. M- making salads, let's make it for three. <laughs> Sloppy boys have come to dine. Oh, fucking shit. Is it always freestyled? <laughs> the lettuce wrap is always a freestyle wrap? Let me tell you. There's hard things in this world. Making a lettuce wrap is the hardest thing to do of all. Making. You bailed on trying to rhyme dine. It's a one-syllable word. It's hard. Fine, mine. You can find Shit. ways to land that. Yeah, lettuce wrap. It's a lettuce wrap. <laughs> Good. Yep. I would like to see a, a oh, movie Jesus like Christ. an eight mile style movie with you. <laughs> hey, you heard about this this kid, this kid on this podcast? <laughs> kid? Well, don't worry about that. Anyway, <laughs> he raps about lettuce sometimes and he hates doing it. But he always brings it up. <laughs> I did not bring it up. I don't know. Maybe this time you didn't. I sang Rainbow Road. Wink. <laughs> We're going to edit it. I'm going to yeah. sing Rainbow. <laughs> the masters of editing. <laughs> uh, guys, so you have got you each have a beverage in front of you for oh, yeah. the Weiger Challenge, which is the exercise we're doing here. And Describe. You can, you can promise, promise, promise this is not your piss. It's not my piss. Okay. Man, I wish I was that hydrated. It's, uh, so you just, wish you were so hydrated that you'd serve us your piss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could fill uh, fucking five pint glasses with urine. The reason and I asked clear. I asked because it is very cold. <laughs> Right. I, I heard. I heard I you have. It was your piss. I do hear you have cold piss. Is that yeah. true? I have a famously cold dick. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> we're getting des- a little silly at the end of the show, huh? Describe what your. We are getting a little silly. Uh, describe what you've got in <laughs> front of okay? you. Describe what you're smelling, tasting, seeing. Well, it looks kind of like a sparkling white wine, maybe. It, does. it kind smells of like a white wine. You know too. what? It smells First a little pineapple First reaction, it looks like Snapple Elements Rain. Oh. Very Holy specific. Holy shit. Very Whoa. specific. That's from 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's like when Snapple was like the movie Fern Gully came out. And they're like, <laughs> we got to pair a drink with that. Oh, wow. That's a weird taste. I took a sip of it. it? I do not like it. What did you taste? What do you experience? It tastes like like rainwater. It's definitely like a a sparkling water type thing. It's bad. It's got smells like a fruity thing. 
Okay. Kind of. Yeah, definitely a sparkling water. It's like little bubbles, tiny little sharp ones. Yeah, there's a, yeah there, I know my mouth is bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of effervescence, I will say. And, and like such a delicate flavor, like maybe yeah. like cucumber something. That, yeah, I think, but it's, it's fruitier than cucumber. Is it like a... Oh, you're right. Fruit? Oh, Man, maybe a little mango-y? Mang, maybe a little mango. And a little Peruvian mango? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would it's, anyone like to wager a guess on oh what this beverage is? I'm going to say Ooh. it's like a wannabe LaCroix mm-hmm. that is like new. I'm going to say it is Dasani's, like Dasani sparkling passion fruit. Sparkling Dasani passion fruit. Tim Calpagas' answer. Anyone else? Mike Hanford? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Dutton? Mitch? Is there, there's not alcohol in it, I don't think. Right? I'm not going to oh, yeah, ask, ask questions. Hold on, hold on. That oh. might be it. If there's alcohol, that's, uh, then I'm off the wagon. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we should have told you. Sorry. Hawaiian Punch Peruvian Mango Blast. <laughs> okay. Pretty wild guess there. Well, Pretty hey, wild swing. I'm a wild guy. <laughs> uh, Dutton Mitchell? I say it's a, a Perrier Fruit Mango. Perrier Fruit know. Mango, okay. This one is fucking hard, but I also feel like it might be some sort of San Francisco fucking treat. There is... rice <laughs> My guess is rice-a-roni. <laughs> gave you discarded rice water? I'll go with San Pellegrino mango. San Pellegrino mango. Okay. You know what? Rendering a verdict. Mitch, I think you're closest. Wow. Whoa. It's rice-a-roni. <laughs> because it does not have any fruit. It is Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher from the Lagunitas Brewery. In Petaluma, California. Wow. Does not have alcohol. This is a hops-based, refreshing, uh, carbonated drink. Like so it- what on earth made you think we could ever guess this? <laughs> Hop water That's is why I was nothing. tasting some... I was tasting... It tasted almost like alcohol. Yeah. It's but kind it, of got that... It's like beer, but it's not. Wow. It's not very hoppy, though. It doesn't smell like an IPA. Yeah. It's more... It's like a whiff of hops. You know what? Yeah. Fucking flush it all down the toilet. <laughs> Burn the mother dough. We need to start this city over again. We waited at a light for like 10 minutes because of a trolley. <laughs> that happens? The Lyft driver was like, oh, fuck. And I was I, like, what's I, going I, on? He's like, you'll see. And then <laughs> a fucking trolley drove by. You, I mean, we thought that was pretty quaint when it went by. Yeah, that sounds good. Ding, ding, did we all went? That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I giggled when it dinged. <laughs> yeah. Joey Gladstone was on the back. <laughs> uh, well, that very anticlimactic segment was the Weiger Challenge. <laughs> just like a restaurant, you got your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. So we're going to take three audience questions. Let's just say this, Emma's though, right at the here. top. Yes. Yeah. In Detroit, someone came up on the stage. Yeah, don't come up on stage. Uh, don't try to shake our hand. Um, like I, I never shook Nick's hand myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll shake hands with you after the show, but don't like come on stage trying to shake our mm-hmm. hand. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, don't th- I think that was a one-time thing. I'm ho- I don't think, I think this crowd will exercise better restraint. 
Yeah, I think I this hope crowd so. is less drunk than the fucking Detroit Friday night crowd. That yeah, crowd fucking bring based. it up. <laughs> Shots you... on Chankton at the back of the bar. <laughs> uh, all right, Emma, who's our first question from? All right, really? A crab. Real quick, uh, <laughs> a young lady I think named Ariel sent an email and said that there is someone named Chris with a 30th birthday, so I want to shout that out and say happy birthday. HBD, Chris. Whee! All right. The big 3-0. Wow. All right, so Celebrating we got... Man, you're going to have to tell your children, where were you for your 30th birthday, Dad? <laughs> that typical question kids ask their parents. <laughs> Fuck you. Forget it. Man. Anyway, we got Zarrett Blake... Brian Marsters and Josh Cohen, if you want to come meet me right here. All right, come up and oh, mosey up. Right, Whoever's close. first. Fuck yeah, yeah. Celtics jersey. Okay, we like got someone in a Celtics. He's here from Quincy? Quincy? Holy shit. And a Bruins hat on mm, this Don't give him that. Man. Right. Emma, take that mic away from him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, remind us your name real quick. Uh, Brian. Brian. Thank you, Brian. Wearing a Celtics hoodie and a Boston Bruins hat. Yes. Where'd you go to high school? North. North Quincy? Yeah. Where did you graduate? 2005. Oh, God. This is going to be a 25 You were four years behind me. Yeah. Did just you have my mama? You. I did. You had my mom? I did. Whoa. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. And when he says he had your mom. What the fuck? <laughs> is your question, can I be your new dad? <laughs> it wasn't, but uh, no. Um, my question was, you, you reviewed a chain that was known for its bread. What burger chain has the best bread or buns? Wow. Ooh, this Ooh, is a that's good, good question. Oh. Very good question. Very good question. Uh, it's safe for me to say this here in the Golden State, but I like the sponge dough on an In-N-Out burger. You are so full of shit. It's a very standard, basic, but very satisfying, classic burger bun. I got a bun for you. That Big Mac sesame seed bun, baby. Good bun. Good bun. Quality bun. No I one's deriding that bun. I second Weiger. Wow. Heartily. Dutton on my side. Wow. I usually, when I go to restaurants like that, I get a salad or something like that. So I haven't really wow. hate the burger Health buns. <laughs> People are booing you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's just who I am. <laughs> I like the Wendy's pretzel bun. Wow! Oh, that's oh, fun. I love that pretzel bun. It's a fun option. You know what else I'll throw out there? Shake Shack bun. Nice and soft. Barely have to chew the thing. It's all right. <laughs> um, have you tried the keto bun? Ooh, at, no. Have you been to, like, uh, Burger Rim? It's a chain, like, burger. Oh, I guess oh some, no. There's some Burger Rim dissenters in here. Well, they've got, there's, like, you know, you could do normal bun or lettuce wrap or a keto one, and it's just, like, a... It's a sponge. It's got no carbs, Damn. no taste, and it's not made of anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, you know what else I'll say? Uh, the Hawaiian, King's Hawaiian oh, buns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, those are, are fun. Fantastic. I guess there's... Yeah, yeah. Are those at fast food places, or...? I, don't, I haven't seen, encountered that at any... I mean, some fast um, food place should do that as a promotion. I think mm. Islands, maybe, right? Islands has some great buns. I'm mm. a big-time island guy. Great question. My yeah, mother Arby's taught you well, my Arby's boy. Is a good answer. Thank you for the question, Brian. All right. Hi, what's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name's Kale. Hi, hey, Kale. Kale. Blake. Um, yeah, that's my last name. Uh, so I wanted to know, uh, with the impending climate apocalypse mm. soon upon us, mm. <laughs> uh, what preserved food item would you go on like a really perilous long journey across the barren apocalyptic wasteland wow. to acquire? Oh. That's a very good question. So 
Also, his name is Kale, like the food. Oh, oh. How about that? That's fun. I spelled with a C, though, I assume, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're supposed to is say it no. It, it's actually K A L E. Why it really? really? It's like the food. Like the food. Wow. Wow. We should just call it right here. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I will. So the thing that that popped into my mind is from the road, the Cormac McCarthy novel, mm-hmm. and he discovers it's adapted into a film. Uh, the uh, Viggo Mortensen's in it. He shows a stick and he just promises. Um, the <laughs> Which makes me feel good about myself. It's a great nubby dick. Like, like so many, so many times you see a flaccid dick in a movie, and the guy's clearly like chubbed up a little bit because he knows this is like this is my time to shine. He might be president of the nub club, Vigo. Vigo's just showing like a, he's not trying to impress anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will say. I what really... is it weird? We've talked about this endlessly before. <laughs> You, me, and Dano were texting about this. We were, recently. Um, I, I really, I will say that, that in that, they retrieve at one point a can of Coke, and his son, who was born after mm. the apocalypse, tasted mm. for the first time, and even though it's a little flat and expired, it's like kind of like, it's like a delight for him. Let's so be I, I real like here. A soda, if you could find a soda, that would be like an amazing thing to experience. You, Natalie, go down in the bunker with a bunch of coconut oil. We know this is true. <laughs> Uh, She's like, we got to repopulate the earth. I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, part of the, part of the consideration is that it would stay throughout yes. the apocalypse. Yes, right? bread would be a bad choice. Bread would be bad. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. preserved, especially like Bodine bread. Man, that's a tough one. I would say maybe this is like kind of a basic choice, but like peanut butter. But we're talking about a quest. Like you're going on a Death Stranding esque like quest. Yeah, I'm gonna still because say peanut. You're still butter. saying peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Peanut butter's great. Yeah, that's a tough one because all that like canned food is something I don't really like. Not like. I'm not making a trip for tuna. Fish. Right. But if you're talking you about eat. so what like what you're eating are, like let's say are like irradiated wolves, like three eyed wolves. You're like <laughs> and trying I ain't to going fucking. Anywhere. Yeah. But that's and you have to like kill them with a crossbow. That's your sustenance. Right. 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 And you're like, I want something that reminds me of a time before. I, I would do spaghettios because I, I I feel like that's oh that's a, a great that's answer. A, like, spaghettios uh, is good. That's Makes a great answer. Being young again. <laughs> Spam. Um, Spam. Ooh. Wow. Excellent answer. Wow. Very good answer. I go down there with that boudine mother dough. <laughs> Just the two of us. Ride out the apocalypse together, baby. <laughs> uh, I, wonder, I wonder if a circus peanut would last. Ooh, circus peanuts would definitely last. I, fi- I find those repulsive. You guys like those? I, I guess I don't, but... I, I, can't, <laughs> I wonder how many of those get eaten every year, because I know they make like 12. Of them. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it, would, it would be so weird to eat a whole pack. I, I, the the you know they always the, the cliche about hostess snacks is that they'll survive you know some sort of nuclear holocaust or they uh, yeah. they'll last forever so that would actually be a nice little sweet treat if if that and no. you can test that hypothesis I just had my first Twinkie in like twenty years and it was so good have you had a Twinkie recently I haven't no that's a good choice though it's like cake I'm gonna change my spam to Twinkie can I do that yeah, yeah you of can course. kale is that okay that's totally okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kale with a K, thank you for an excellent question. One more question I didn't, I didn't get my real answer. What's your real answer? <laughs> my, I was going to say mac and cheese. Craft mac and cheese. That's good. Would that work? I Would pasta so. work? I think But so. then I'd have to get butter. Would no. I have to use butter from, like, the wolf? You'd, 
you'd want like the Easy Mac, so you don't have Easy to hold, Mac. You don't have to restrain and milk a mutant wolf. E- Easy Mac is my answer. Easy Mac, yeah. Then you just add some hot water. Yeah, the shitty mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi, what's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name is Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh, hey, Josh. Hi. So I'm a I'm one of those food scientists that you guys are always what? complaining about, or maybe admiring when you're talking about the crazy snacks and stuff that you eat. No, we admire. Is this you. real? Yes. Well, so I'm, I don't actually work on those products, but can you so, say can you say what company you work for? It's, it's okay small, if you don't. It's a small biotech company in Oakland. I'm actually not doing Ugh. food product development right now. But, but at but, one point, you worked in food products. Correct. Can well, you explain why Tim's two soups stayed separate from each other? <laughs> Probably some combination of what Weiger said, and you know, oh. just the fact that they're very viscous. But oh, okay. Weiger is basically a food scientist. Hey, how about that? <laughs> So uh, I've been, I've like worked in or visited a lot of like R&D and product development labs for like food companies. So for either like a specific company or a specific product, what would you guys be interested in kind of seeing or, or potentially even like partaking in in like, you know, panels or uh, kind of just peeking behind the veil of uh, the product development process? Wow. For like what type of products or, and you can expand it to fast food kind of test kitchens as well. Mm. So you're saying like, what would we want to see like this is how this thing is made. Not just how it's made, but how it's like new products are developed and how oh, and partake in that as That's well. Good. Can I can I say right off the bat? Yes. We've talked privately about wanting to go to the Taco Bell test kitchen. Yeah, we're trying to make that happen. And in my mind it's like Willy Wonka esque. Right. It's like Xanadu. It's like when, when Bart Simpson gets a peek at what's going on in Mad Magazine. Yes. <laughs> that is that's my that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, I first off uh, Josh, right? First off, Josh, thank you for your service. Uh, I think the... (laughs) I am very interested in seeing how they come up with new flavors of of Mountain Dew. Like, and how do they they figure out, like, okay, we're going to... This is going to be whatever their newest iteration is, whatever whatever the equivalent of Gamer Fuel or Code Red is. Like, what is their new product that they're working on? How do they decide on what the flavor combo is? Where do those flavors come from? Yeah. And then also, how do they decide how to market it? Because clearly they have a very specific demographic they're targeting it at. Um, so, yeah, I, my Mountain Dew is my answer. I'd like to go to the Mountain Dew uh, plant, whatever it is. What if you went to the Mountain Dew plant and, like, the way that they make Mountain Dew is they drain blood from children? <laughs> I think it's a possibility. It's like a Pizzagate scenario. <laughs> Hillary's there. Oh, boy. <laughs> so Taco Bell and Mountain Dew, those are, yeah. those yes. are both good. I, I think one that, uh, a food brand that does some interesting variants, because mm-hmm. every food now, like a Fig Newton, they just do like 50 different Newtons, and right. they're all shit. Yeah. Uh, I think the best hit rate, which still isn't good, but is better than most is Oreo. You're right. Uh, Oreo, the Oreo plant is good. Like, honestly, like every once in a while, somebody will pull out like pistachio Oreos, and I'll be like, "Bluch!" And then I have like fifty of them. A lot of them work. That's good. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, golden is just as good as the normal, if you ask me. G- give me golden give me, over regular Oreos. I would take I golden, like golden Oreos as well. I like them. Is that blasphemous or something? No, I don't think so. It's a no, it's a fine opinion to have. The triple double with that. Middle guy, yeah. The middle, the middle, a little middle pat, yeah, middle patty. What's what's Hydrox been doing? They're not keeping up with any of that. <laughs> they're, they're living on a certain level. Just they're fine with that. <laughs> I saw I saw a new version of salt. It was Hydrox salty. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the cream is salty. Wink. Is this wink in the coffee. Like, what? Um, 
Hydrox we, predates Oreo. Yeah. Hydrox is yeah, like, right. it, is like, it's like if Pepsi dominated the soda industry. Is the, that the imitator. Can we lower the house lights? <laughs> I don't want to see the audience anymore. Uh, yeah, well, they're all the, salivating the, over the we're Hydrox. We're done with the, the show. Li- for real, the lights came up and I just saw someone sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, you got to put these back down. (laughs) Dutton is very cool. Thank you for doing the show, Dutton. Please stop doing that. (laughs) I don't know how to respond. Um, Oh, classic cool guy. Calpacus, oh, are you guys going to answers? I want to see, uh, I want to know how they put the flavors into like a jelly belly. Uh, where's where yeah, Good where answer. He go? well, he's gone. Hey, where the uh, hell did Josh go? <laughs> the lights went out and he vanished. <laughs> he just laid down in the aisle and started napping. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's sleeper, coming back. Yeah. You don't have to come back. <laughs> jelly belly, we said. Jelly belly. Jelly belly's a good answer. I, I want to do, mine is not like new stuff, but mine's more of like a historical uh, keynote that you could do, Josh. A flashback in time, because I here's what I was wondering about: the flavor of black licorice, right? Yes. It's there's a lot of things that taste like that. Uh-huh. You got your sometimes you eat fennel and people are like see it's like black licorice, mm, right? And then other times you have like coriander, like that's black licorice, and, and then there's like star anise, wormwood. There's all these weird, and all of them be like that's how they make black licorice, and then also when you're picking out a liqueur at like a liquor store. There's 20 different things that taste all like black licorice, yeah. but they're all made from, like, I don't like any of it. But, Josh, I think you could give, like, a nice little symposium about how that all came to be. If you want to just come on stage, you can start it now. You can the... shake our hands right up here. Yeah. The person who's sleeping wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, symposium. Guys, that's our show. The Sloppy Boys. Emma Erdbrink. Give it up for everyone at SF Sketchfest and everyone here at Cobbs. Until next time for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell, and Nick Wire. Happy eating. See ya. Thank you, San Francisco. Go Niners next weekend. On the next Doughboys Double. Pin Pals Rejoice! Writer and comedian Marissa Pinson returns to the podcast to taste test an array of hard seltzer brands. It's a boozy, bubbly, locale delight. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.